Good afternoon once again. Greg Grubel, your voice of the Cougars with BYU Women's Soccer Facebook Live. Greg with the head coach of the Cougs, Jen Rockwood, and BYU on a nice little roll right now. Uh, three straight wins after victories over Tennessee at home and Utah on the road. Jen, you're now 4-1 and one on the season, and I think really pleased you have to be with how your team's playing right now. Uh, really pleased. Uh, it's been a, a tough game. We knew we had our hands full with the schedule, and uh, the girls have done an amazing job with it. Um, you know, Coming off of Penn State, what a big win for our program. Uh, and then to carry over that consistent play into Tennessee, score the goals that we did, and then have our rival game on the road at Utah to get that result. You know, things are really moving in the right direction. I think we've made a lot of progress with each game. We're trying to learn a little bit and get better for the next one so we're in a great place right now I think we're playing some really good soccer and I know our best soccer is still ahead of us well the Cougs one of the top teams in the country we'll get to the rankings here in a little bit and again women's soccer fans great to have you with us uh, we're on with you Mondays or Tuesdays 430 445 today here on Facebook live unless the team is traveling or playing on a Monday or Tuesday we'll talk about the travel situation for next week coming up in a bit but good to have you with us uh, be a part of the show on uh, the BYU women's soccer Facebook page in the comments section, uh, you can submit questions and also uh, tweet questions to me, and we'll get to tweeted and Facebook questions a little later on in the show. Danica Bowman is our special player guest. We'll talk to her in segment two as well. So, Jen, we're going to take a look at highlights from the two wins mm -hmm. over the weekend. We'll start with the home match with uh, Tennessee on Friday night. The ball's coming out of the SEC. You were able to win at Knoxville a couple of years ago, and here in the second minute, 90 seconds in, actually Hatch gets you off to a perfect start. Yeah, we wanted to carry over that consistency that we had with Penn State to see if we could do it on our home field. Uh, and we got off to a great start, an early goal against Tennessee. This is my favorite goal we've scored so far this season. Uh, all three of our forwards touching a great combination play. We've been working on that since last January in the offseason, and to have it come out there like that was fantastic. To go up 2-0, felt we really played probably our best 45 minutes of the year so far. Hannah has done a great job coming in for uh, Boaz, making saves. And again, great finish here by Elena. Elena, our second leading scorer last year. Um, Maddie Lyons, we've been working on getting that ball to the end line, playing it across. Murphy's there in case Elena doesn't get that great touch, but what a great uh, finish for Elena. And at halftime, BYU was up 3-1. Chance to score fourth. If at first you don't succeed, <laughs> Ashley tries again and does off the rebound. Ashley knows how to put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, keeper made a great save on that, and Ashley just finished it off. Two big goals for her. She's scoring a lot for us. And some nice linkage here out of, to build up to your final goal. Uh, Britt Dearden gives a run at it, and then it ends up on the boot of Michelle Vasconcelos, and yeah. she knows what to do with it. What a perfect finish. Murphy's been working on that all summer, just curling that ball around the keeper. Put her in for a few minutes to try and help settle us down after we, after we gave up that second goal. Five goals against Tennessee, two against Utah, and here they are in rapid fire succession. Taylor Isom with the second goal of her career. First with her foot, by yeah. the way. Her last year's goal was on a header. <laughs> yeah, leave it to our center back to put the goal in. The yeah. winning goal against Utah. And then in the second half, Ashley Hatch ends up with Busy to Nadia, back to Ash, and there she is in the 18. It's a great touch right there, and Ashley's hard to stop. Once she's uh, full steam ahead like that, Nadia, a brilliant pass to her. Nadia's already got you know, more assists than she had all of last year. Ashley's already scored a lot more goals than she did last year. And I think our attack is really moving well together right now. Murphy's a big part of that. Elena's a big part of that. Uh, and uh, after the Utah game, one of the things we talked about today at practice and tomorrow would be our defensive pressure. We need to be a little bit tighter on that. And we're just trying to get better with each game. 
All right, so it was five goals against Tennessee, a two against Utah, two big wins over the weekend. Ashley Hatch, as Coach mentions, uh, surpassing last year's goal total. She's doubled her tally from four last year to eight already this year. She leads the nation in goals and goals per game right now. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Ashley is playing amazing, best by far that she's ever played, and she's doing it on both sides. Uh, she's uh, defensively, she's putting on that high pressure. A lot of our goals have been scored because of our high pressure and making our opponents uncomfortable and them turning it over in front of the goal, and then our combination play, giving Ashley easier opportunities to score. We talked a lot about getting the ball in the box to make it easier. Our shots on goal percentages is out of this world mm -hmm. compared to what it was right. this time last year, and the girls have really been disciplined in working on that. Always nice to beat an SEC team as you did on Friday, mm -hmm. and then winning uh, against Utah, and mm -hmm. especially at Utah, something special. Yeah, it's a tough place to play. It was a great crowd, a great environment. We're not used to seeing that much red during our games, and, and the girls were able to come up with a big 2-0 win. Um, that's a huge win for us. We haven't been able to do it the last two times we've been up there, even though we've won the last 8 out of 10. It's just a tough place to play, mm -hmm. and uh, just excited continue with that momentum going forward into Thursday's game. Yep, Thursday is SMU here at home, so it's three wins in a row. SMU coming in for Thursday, then you're on the road on the weekend to play at Ohio State, another Big Ten team coming up yeah. next Monday. What do you make of this weekend coming yeah, up? Yeah, it's a huge weekend. I mean, SMU is doing very well. I think they're having one of their best starts uh, in a long time. They've already scored 19 goals. They've got a lot of great athletes on their team. So we'll have our hands full, but super excited to watch the girls play on Southfield. We had such great fan support uh, against Tennessee. The place was hopping and rocking, and the girls just feed off that energy so much. So we hope you guys will come out and uh, play and support us and watch the girls play. And then I've uh, personally always wanted to go to Ohio State. I've never been there, so I scheduled this game. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited. We got a home and home. They'll be back on Southfield in 2017. Um, they're ranked right now. They're having one of their best starts. They have a ton of talent, and uh, it's just a great weekend to look forward to. Well, it was a standing room night against Tennessee. We mm -hmm. expect another one here against SMU on Thursday. So, BYU fans, please come on out Thursday, 7 o'clock. Support the team that is ranked in the top 10 and number two nationally in attendance already through just the two matches. And speaking of those rankings, of the three major polls out there, uh, BYU at 4-1 and one is 15th, 9th, and now 7th in the coaches poll which came out today I think a lot of folks lend the most weight of course to the coaches poll mm -hmm. and there you are sitting in the top 10. Yeah it's great to get that recognition there's over 330 division one women's programs right now and the girls have just uh, got some great results we know we scheduled hard we've got some really good results and uh, a lot of people know that we return a lot of experience from a great year last year and so the expectations are high doesn't really mean anything right now so we can't put too much uh, pressure on ourselves but we're just trying to build with each game and it's great to have that recognition and uh, we do everything we can to keep it. So you talk about returning a lot of experience, and BYU does, but you brought in some really good freshmen this mm -hmm. year, and one of them is coming up next. Uh, freshman center back Danica Bowman is our player guest. We'll give Coach a breather. We'll bring in Danica. We'll talk with her in a second, and then a general return for our third segment and answer your Facebook and Twitter questions for some soccer swag. So Danica Bowman next. We continue on Facebook Live. Back in a Welcome back to our second segment on BYU Women's Soccer Facebook Live. I'm Greg Grubel. I'm joined today by BYU freshman center back Danica Bowman. Danica, thanks for making your debut with us here today. Thanks for having me. Okay, so you're just, you're just off the practice pitch, but uh, Jen told us uh, a little off the air ago that uh, uh, today she wanted to give the players who played a lot yesterday a little bit of rest. You played all 90 minutes yesterday, so uh, what did you do at practice today? I had a good solid warm-up, and then I was a good support system <laughs> for everyone that got to practice. Got a good tan, work on my farmer's tan. That was good. So yeah. th today was a chill day for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Did, did you could you actually use it? Was it was it something you could actually use after the Utah game? Yeah, I think so. I think especially Utah is always well. So what I've heard is my <laughs> first one. Yes, exactly. But <laughs> it turned out to be yeah, a physical game, so I think everyone's a little banged up. So I think it was good to kind of get a good warm up, good stretch, but then kind of rest. So that was good. And get ready for Thursday, which is another big match coming up this week. Yeah, SMU Thursday. Our games are pretty um, back to back, which I'm not really used to, especially at such a high level, but I think our schedule so far has kind of prepared me for that, so I'm excited. Okay, so BYU has 28 players on the roster, and you can only start 11, as we all know, and only one player of this entire group has played every minute of every game so far this year. You want to guess who that is, Danica? Is it me? <laughs> it is Danica Bowman! Can you believe it? Uh, yeah, so of all the players on the roster, one's played every minute, has not subbed out, and it's the freshman center back. Uh, first of all, in high school. And where'd you play high school, by the way? Redlands East Valley High School. So Redlands, California. Redlands, California. You guys yeah. were decent, right? Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. She was on yeah. really good teams, yeah. high school teams, club teams. You've won some stuff in your history, haven't you? I've won a few things, a few, yeah. Okay. So were you used to playing all the time? Did you ever sub out? I did not, but there's a difference between a club and high school and then D1 college, so... It's, it was a new experience, but I'm, you know, I'm used to it a little bit. Okay, so to this point, you haven't subbed out, and Coach Rockwood has a history of generally going pretty much all the way with your center backs, if she can. Uh, she clearly trusts you a lot. Uh, when, did you sense, when did you sense when you got to BYU, even into camp or in the offseason, that uh, this was something you could do and do at a high level and, and play a lot of minutes? Um, not until really the UCLA game, <laughs> because I think, I think knowing that they returned so many starters, and like our our defense was really good. Um, I didn't expect to start, and then I think our blue and white game. I kind of noticed that I was on the team with most of the starters, but I was like, maybe she's trying to like even it out by putting me on there. <laughs> um, and then the alumni game, I still was kind of like, maybe not. I, I just I didn't want to get too excited too fast. Mm -hmm. um, but then the UCLA game, I was like, oh, okay. So I got to step up my game to hold to keep this position, but it's been good, and I'm grateful for the opportunity. Would you have? Would this have been a goal of yours, say, coming into BYU, of uh, not just being a contributor, but yeah, I'm good enough to start. I hope I'm good enough to start and play a lot for coach. Oh, definitely. I think every freshman wants to come in um, and play a lot. I think that's like your hope, but you kind of have to be realistic with yourself, and you know, maybe not. There are people here who are stronger, faster better but I think that's what everyone works for so that's what I was working for so still working at it to keep it but it's it's been good it's awesome yeah. well tell us a little bit about your fellow freshmen what would you like to share about uh, Lizzie and Elise and Brinley Ooh, I could say a lot of things <laughs> but I'll be nice um, they're great I had a really good class I think um, now we're starting to like get used to each other they were all pretty quiet so I think like when we came on our official visit together um, they were all really quiet, so it kind of forced me to be quiet because I was like, well, I don't want to talk to them if, <laughs> you know, they're not going to talk to me. Um, so then I kind of got put as quiet too, but I was like, you know, no. But I think we're getting <laughs> used to it. They're getting more comfortable. Like, we're getting more used to each other. They're great. I, I lucked out with a good freshman class. Jen said you probably are, uh, of the four freshmen, the most likely to chatter a little bit. <laughs> to chatter? Fair? Yeah, I yeah. think that's true, yeah. Okay. Uh, Danica Bowman is our guest here on uh, BYU Women's Soccer Facebook Live. She's a freshman center back from Redlands, California. And as, as we mentioned, is already off uh, occupying a really strong role with this team. And yeah, you guys are a top 10 team, uh, four wins in five games, playing all these big programs at great venues. It's been a great start to the season for you, hasn't it? 
A really good start. I think um, planning an exhibition game against a team like UCLA kind of sets the tone. Did you know some um, of those players, by the way, on the I, UCLA Yeah, team? I knew a lot of those players. Yeah. yeah. So it's always fun to play against um, old teammates. makes you want to win more. So that was. I think that kind of set the tone for the whole season, and it kind of made me realize, like, what exactly we got to do here at BYU and what kind of team we are. Okay. Uh, as center backs, Taylor Isom suddenly has a two goals to zero edge on you now in the center back scoring. Uh, for her career, she <laughs> scored her second goal yesterday. Uh, you guys had to be excited for Tay. Oh, yeah. Tay, Tay's awesome. She's been really patient with me at center back and kind of helping me, like, get used to it. And she always has my back when I make silly mistakes. Um, I think she's definitely deserving of a goal. Um, I'll try to, try to catch her on that. I don't know that I can, but I'll try. She's been around here a long time. Uh, she's had injuries and she's been perseverant. Uh, she's persevered and she's, uh, you know, toward the tail end of her career, you're just getting going. And there you are, that center back tandem. How much of a partnership is it really? And how much did you guys have to kind of develop quick chemistry to, to be effective? I think it's a huge partnership. I think the chemistry between the two center backs um, and even the goalkeeper is kind of one of the most important on the field. So um, Taylor's done a really good job of making me feel comfortable and helping me form that chemistry with her um, and she's been really good like giving me advice and like helping me through the uh, the change um, so it's been good it's an important chemistry okay the win at Utah Monday at 2-0 uh, your first rivalry experience and you come from Southern California so what do you make of it now that you've gone through one of these I can't wait for the next three um, it was good I we I don't know I think we did our coaches did a really good job of like keeping us calm and like saying it's just you know it's just another game like don't get too invested in it so I think we played it like maybe not like any other game but um we kept our <laughs> composure really and is, played yeah. yeah but I think it was it was good it's a lot more fun playing in it than watching it I mean it's a lot more terrifying playing in it than watching it but I've watched <laughs> it for so many years so it was cool to finally be on the field and yeah involved. how about your family BYU family Cougar fan for life what's your background that way yeah um both my parents went to BYU Two of my sisters went to BYU, one of them is currently here. So I think they came up for the game. It was nice to have them here in Utah. Um, so I think we've got a, got a lot of BYU support. Have a few Utes, you know, kind of scattered extended around. family, yeah. but now they better be BYU. Okay. So. Uh, something you always wanted to do, play for BYU? Um, not were there always. Other, were there other schools in the mix? Not always, actually. Okay. Growing up in uh, Southern California, you know, you're by USC, UCLA, all the California schools, and that's kind of where I was leaning and I didn't really pay attention to BYU soccer a lot and then when they made it to the Elite Eight I kind of started watching and was like if they got got a solid team and what a great environment uh -huh. so then I kind of started looking into BYU um, and then as I was going on visits it was like obviously BYU is where I wanted to be. Well we are glad you are here it's been awesome to have you uh, on the team and on the show today so thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Alright that's Danica Bowman we'll take a break Jen Rockwood is back after this to answer your Twitter and Facebook questions it is BYU Facebook Live with Women's Soccer back in a bit. Hey, it's our final segment of uh, Facebook Live with BYU Women's Soccer Head Coach Jennifer Rockwood, Greg Grubel, and the coach here. We've got Facebook questions. We've got Twitter questions. If, we make it, if you make it on the air today with us, we'll get you some soccer swag. Let's get right to it. Uh, we've got a question from Ken O'Kelly who asks on Twitter, uh, Ashley Hatch leads the NCAA in goals, he says. That's true, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, has this been a natural product of the offensive system, or is it a she's scoring, get her the ball kind of thing? 
Uh, it's definitely a product of the system that we've been working on that we actually were forced to, to try and change when she got hurt last year. Um, we had to come up with a way to be uh, a better attacking team. When you, when you lose your main goal scorer who can create her own opportunities to score on her own, we had to change the system a little bit. And then she's been incorporated into that this spring. And uh, the, that combination, that chemistry of, of giving her some better opportunities has led to her scoring goals. Plus, she is a natural goal scorer, as good as goal scorer as I've ever you know, seen besides probably Shauna Robach. I don't know that there'll be another one of her, uh, of those type of goal scorers, but um, it's not just financially the ball at all. It's, it's everybody's involved. We attack as a team and we defend as a team. 36 career goals, which I believe has her now tied for six. There's a good chance if she continues her pace, she could end up as high as second to mm -hmm. Shauna by the end of the year, which mm -hmm. would be an amazing thing. It would be an amazing thing. We've had some uh, tremendous All-American goal scorers for us over the years. You know, Shauna back in the day was just an amazing. I don't think anyone will ever, ever catch her. Almost pretty, pretty untouchable. Yeah, I think, I, think, yeah. I think it is. I think it's pretty safe to say. But if, yeah, I mean, obviously we would love Ashley to be able to score uh, at the rate she is. But, uh, you know, she's got a lot of help around her. Nadia has set her up a lot, Elena Murphy, and, uh, you know, she does a great job. Okay, next question comes to us on Twitter, my Twitter account, at Greg Grubel. It's from Ryan Rasmussen. Uh, what's the timeline for Rachel Boaz's return, and how has Hannah Clark and the rest of the team stepped up to make up for Rachel's absence? Uh, with Rachel, it's kind of a wait and see. I mean, typically it's going to take four to six weeks for that bone to heal. I think she has about nine screws in her hand right now. So that has to heal. Uh, you know, we'll probably know three weeks from now if she's going to be cleared to actually start training. And then it just depends on how how well she can train and what she can do. Obviously, we're going to keep her involved in practice to do as much as she can to stay on top of things. Uh, and, you know, certainly hope that she gets back soon. Uh, but Hannah Clark has done a great job. We just got our first shutout against our rival mm -hmm. uh, on the road. So that's a pretty big deal. Hannah had to make a lot of saves. I mean, most of them were long-range shots. And so, you know, they, they weren't, uh, you know, brilliant saves by any means. But at the same time, Hannah got the job done. She did what she needed to do. She was in the right place. Um, and she's doing a great job of filling in. Hannah's one of our natural leaders on our team. And so she's able to step out. Everybody already has so much respect for her. She's been preparing for this opportunity for three years, and I think she's ready to go. Okay, good stuff on the return of Rachel Boaz, we hope. And, of course, Hannah's playing very well. Ten saves career high yesterday mm -hmm. at Utah. Yeah. Another Twitter question, Kevin Farnsworth sends in, did the offseason trip to Italy help prepare this team for the season, and will you go again in the future? Um, I would have to definitely say yes. Um, we don't play a lot of soccer on these trips. As you know, you came. Uh, I kind of have a different take than maybe some coaches. I think we can play soccer every day when we're here. So when you go to Italy, you got to experience the culture and see the sights and learn the history. And that's what we did. We played four games mm -hmm. over there, but we didn't train. Um, it was mostly sightseeing for 10, 11, 12 hours a day. We put a lot of miles on our feet and yeah, traveled a lot. I think we're in a different city every day, sometimes two cities. Uh, but the chemistry and the bond and, and the closeness that the team uh, gets uh, spending that time together and, and spending so much uh, you know, time uh, getting to know each other even better than we already do, I think that's a big part, especially of our program. Chemistry is a huge part of the, our success. You know, we went to uh, Europe in, right before 2012, uh, so that led to one of our best seasons. So? We're hoping that this one, you know, coming off of Italy, leads to one of our best seasons as well, and we most definitely uh, hope to if the NCAA will continue to allow once every four years. Yeah. We plan on doing it again. Awesome. Uh, one more Twitter question then to Facebook. Uh, this is kind of a lighthearted question for you. Mm -hmm. uh, from Staley Barr. 
He says that Texas, football team, Texas won after a Matthew McConaughey pregame speech the other night. Who would you choose to give a pregame speech to the team? Like a oh. star, somebody out of the, maybe, you know, somebody not, you know, on campus, somebody like off, far afield. I just listened to uh, Les Brown on my way up to the Utah game. Uh, if you go to YouTube and any motivational speakers, um, his, he's got clips of his speeches and some of his talks in there. So that, might, that just comes to mind because I just listened to him on the way up to okay. the Utah game. And he's awesome. I'm going to go listen to everything he's got out there. Okay, there it is. Good question, good answer. Uh, Facebook, I think. Facebook or Twitter, I'm not quite sure. Uh, Daniel Lim on this one asks, uh, how important is the play of your midfield, and are they more focused on offensive attacks or defensive stops? Uh, that is a great question because we have to expect them to do both. Right? I mean, Elena, we consider, we play with three midfielders. Elena is more on the attacking side. We actually talk a lot about our four attacking players. So we include Elena in with that attacking group. Where Busy is more connected to our back four, we actually talk about our back five. Mm -hmm. And then our center mid's the one who's got to connect everyone together. So, you know, we play out of our back. We like to play possession soccer. So I think we ask a lot out of our players. Our midfielders have to be able to help us keep the ball, find the rhythm, switch the point, find our forwards and great spots, but they have to be great ball winners. So defensively, I would have to say number one priority of our team is our team defense. Because um, if we defend well, we're going to have opportunities to score some goals. So they've got to be able to do both. Okay, well, maybe one more question. Time for one more. This comes from uh, Derek Hayes. He says, Coach, uh, Ashley Hatch, Nadia Gomes are very fast. Football measures speed by 40 times, 40 yard <laughs> times. How do soccer coaches gauge speed and how important is it? Speed is huge uh, in any sport, I think, and particularly as the years have gone on, athleticism, speed, and quickness is a lot. It's stuff as coaches we can't really do a lot about. Um, I know that I've seen as girls uh, gain confidence. It's amazing that physically that confidence and that, that mental uh, belief in themselves actually does make them faster. I've seen that as a coach. Uh, it's been amazing to see. Um, we've got tremendous team speed, more speed than I think uh, we've ever had. Murphy's got the same pace as Ashley and Nadia. Uh, Lena is as quick as anyone I've ever seen with a ball. And when we timed the 40, Brindley, our little freshman, was actually faster than everybody. So you do so, 40s as well then? Yeah, we do a little bit, um, you know, once a year or so. We don't play a lot of my uh, attention to it. But, you know, with our eyes, I'm kind of old school. We do all the latest and greatest um, stuff with uh, all the electronics and the heart rate monitor and the VO2, all that. But you do beep tests. We do, all, yeah. we do all that stuff, but I'm old school. I've been doing it a long time, and you can tell with your eyes. Um, you know, I don't need to know 40s who's quick and who's fast out there on the field. You can, you can just see it. Okay. I, I'm going to get one more question. Asked. That was the last one. We'll do one more. Uh, Devin asks, Coach, what sets this year's t uh, team apart from other teams you've coached in previous years? Kind of tough. You're only five games mm -hmm. in. We haven't seen the end result yet, but what do you see maybe that you say, eh, it's kind of special or different? Yeah, I think it goes back to what we were just talking about, the speed and quickness of our players and our ability to combine and attack. Uh, I think it's the best, from what I've seen so far, one of our best attacking groups. So we're not relying on one or two people, but we're le relying on a team that is attacking together, that is defending together. I think we've scored better goals than, uh, than we typically have scored in, in our team's past, um, and I think there's just so much room to even improve on that. So if we can keep building and building and building, I think we'd be a really tough team to stop. All right. Well, BYU's next uh, chance to approve uh, all of that is Thursday, home to SMU. 6.30 for the radio pregame and a 7 o'clock kick. This is fun again. I really like the uh, feedback we're getting from uh, viewers and listeners with questions. 
Uh, they care about you and your guys' team, and uh, it's been fun so far, I think. Uh, we love it. Just the fact that, uh, you know, women's soccer is, is being so well supported uh, around the country as our attendances are growing everywhere. Um, just being up at the U, you know, even though it's our rival and it's up the street, just to have you know, a sold out game in women's soccer. I mean, it's huge. There's just so many girls and guys even playing soccer right now. It's just such a great sport. It's so fun to be a part of it. And we're so lucky that fans are interested. We have such amazing girls on our team. And, and as you get to know them, mm -hmm. you want to support them even more. Well, your team is great to follow. It's a professional pleasure of mine and we'll keep it going here this weekend with SMU Thursday and then Ohio State on the road in Columbus next Monday. So next week's show, we're going to bounce to Wednesday. Mm -hmm. We'll let you get back from uh, Columbus on Tuesday. Okay. We'll do a show a week from uh, tomorrow, next Wednesday. So it'll do it for today. Coach, thanks again. Awesome. Thank you. All right. That's for uh, Jen Rockwood. I'm Greg Grubel. Thank you for tuning in. BYU Women's Soccer on Facebook Live. We'll talk to you next week.